This Week in League, reports of the theft of the Meninga goatfuck photos are proven false as Aaron Woods is handed a kangaroo's jumper. PNG supporters invade the field, scared of being crushed by a swaying light tower. Fortunately, it was only DCE nodding. Tarek Sims reveals he is the Sam to Ashton and Ruins, Tom and George. Plus, we unveil the winners of the 2018 Twilly Awards. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 308 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Oh, man. What a week. What a week. Well, Receptacles. Well, People oh. want to hear. Clunge. The chat room was lit and wanted to know about the clunge and the Wait. receptacles and the receptacles clunges and, and getting clunge on the receptacles. And- I've, I've, made a, <laughs> I've made a poor move with one, one receptacle. Um, Married. No, no, that would be a very poor move. No, one of the receptacles I was seeing worked for the government in the Department of Environment. Yeah. And so she'd been a receptacle enough times that the midweek lunch catch-ups were a thing. Okay. Um, So she worked over the other end of the city. Yeah. I'd take that time because it is the fucking best time of year in Brisbane. Yep. Weather-wise. Yep. To go for a stroll. Searching for other receptacles yep. on my way. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, when you're searching for a receptacle, and- I mean, what is that? that? I mean, that's just walking around looking like, I mean, people would know. You're looking at your phone swiping when they, you could be playing no. Pokemon for all they know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm looking for offline receptacles. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you, you're, you're kicking it old school. I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that. You know, okay. Imagine you take your, your car to a mechanic. And and he can he can fix your brand new car and its computer. Yep. But he can also fix your fucking eighty three Corolla with no power <laughs> steering. <laughs> I, I'm I'm that mechanic, but um. <sighs> so I've got to the office and she and I've got a bit of stuff to do. Come up and the most fucking dreaded words for any casual receptacle relationship. And I'll introduce you to some people. <sighs> the fucking nerve. So, yeah. <laughs> Who does she think she is? I'm like, well, you know. I know who she thinks she is. Your girlfriend. Do I do I go around introducing <laughs> your flaps to people in my office? <laughs> Hi, this is lefty and righty. <laughs> like, but um, uh, people's assholes do not count as receptacles, Jay. Well, they do. It's the consent that becomes the grey area. Fucking mitt iodine. But um, going up to the office and she works for the government and the Department of Environment or fucking whatever it is. Yep. And so we're up there and they're all set up like a normal government office with just desks everywhere yeah. and fucking fantastic views. The government has the best real estate out of anybody. And while we're up there, they're all watching, like they're glued to their fucking windows. Yeah. I'm going, you know, what's this? What's happening here? It was, you know, um, sort of, oh, I want to say just after midday. Okay. So there's no sun, no good. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck's interesting out there? There's no planes, and they're like, "Oh, there's a peregrine falcon oh, that we're all sake. watching, and it's flying and it's majestic." So this is an, a whole office full of fucking greeny cunts. Yeah, and so okay, I walked over as well, and this is. This. I mean, who's interested? I mean, like honestly. Well, it was good because it stopped the whole. I'll introduce you to people. Yeah, yeah. I'm there next yep. to her, 
And then all of a sudden, this peregrine falcon, it's tightening this arc, and it drops and comes back up again, and it's got a fucking pigeon in its feet, (laughs) (laughs) flapping, and its fucking hands going. (laughs) And it lands literally 20 meters away on the window of, like, the corner that goes out from their building. Yeah. And it starts eating this fucking pigeon, like, just into it, and it's ripped its chest open to get to the fucking things. And the pigeon, it's like the pigeon's looking at them through the thing. <laughs> and there were two groups of people. There were all the people that worked in the office that were going, oh, and there was one cunt that went, oh, shit, <laughs> and started laughing, which was, as I found out, the incorrect response to nature murder <laughs> in the office of environment. Um, so, yeah, after that. Good yeah, story. We haven't uh, it's a long story. caught up. So. <laughs> so my receptacleness is down. Yeah. And then because nature has a sense of humor, a bird of a different kind fucked my asshole <laughs> last night. But saved you from yeah, an uncomfortable fucking lunch scenario that yes. you did not want to partake exactly. in the first place. Which was great. So. All right. Also, my bathroom currently smells like Gus Gould's been doing squats in there for a week. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> oh, Gus Gould has been uh, <laughs> creating his, his next batch of five-year plans. <laughs> All right. Um, now, um, Chris, um, there's a fat, hairy, lazy on, on Twitter. He asked earlier in the chat, he wanted to know the story about Chapo and the Hawaiian shirt. So- the uh, the story is that uh, <laughs> Chapo was convinced by Timmy McIntyre and friends that at the meetup they'd all kit up in Hawaiian shirts. This is like not this year's one; it's last year's one. Mm. Uh, they'd all kit up in Hawaiian shirts, and to to the extent where in the the morning of Timmy's like, you know, you're wearing your Hawaiian shirt, right? James was like, yeah, yeah, okay. So anyway, they all turn up. The idea was he turns up; he's the only guy in the. Yeah. In the Hawaiian shirt, and uh, you know, great, great. Uh, Lol. It was a great moment. You know, the 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 bonhomie amongst the group that wasn't James, you know, was was tremendous, and uh, a good uh, meetup was had. While um, now, I want to talk about fucking news this week. I don't really have anything on the news list. I mean, we talk about potentially just before we go to air, potentially Desi's. Uh, Desi's uh, could could be a done deal to to coach Manly, and I mean. If anyone's ever heard this show, they would know that I'm a massive Des Hasler fan. Always raved the guy. He's a fucking great coach, even better bloke. And <laughs> talk about Des. Motherfucker, you're on delay. In eight seconds, you're going to hear me talking about Des. And uh, look, maybe it was a situation like, look, you know, it, it, it hurt when he went to the dogs. He realized the error of his ways probably fairly quickly. And so he goes to Don Arco and says, look, you know, I need to get back in the fan. Don Arco, <laughs> need to get back in the family. Don Arco said, well, you know, you need to prove your loyalty. You need to kill these fucking, <laughs> you need to kill this fucking club <laughs> and then all will be forgiven. <laughs> and uh, he certainly killed the dogs. And uh, not only did he kill them, he fucked them and then wiped his dick on the curtain on the way, yeah, on the way out the no, door. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's, he's back. I don't, being, being serious now, like I don't, I don't really know if Desi's the answer. However... I would say that as the current state it's in with the pens and everything, if he were were hired just as um, 
like to get the manly culture back. I mean, because you know, there's obviously the culture at the time. If he he yeah. he gets in there, apparently Matty Ballin's uh, got a role there next year as well. And if they got like Donnie and you know some of the some of the old gang back in there, then just to get the you know get the the, the team culture and everything back there with the succession plan, where mm-hmm. maybe he goes to do a director and then you know whatever, fucking all for it. Uh, yeah. Look, there there then is the point of view where up until this happened, Mm -hmm. no one was talking about Des. Yeah. So, but I mean, I wonder how much of that by design and that is as well, you know, because I mean, they're doing. Well, well, I don't don't think no one talking about it on social media was by design at all. Well, no, no, not social media. I thought you meant like actual official sources. Well, yeah, well, that as well. But. When, when these things happen, and we've said it countless times before, there's that whole thing where every time there's a vacant coaching position in a club, mm. the the MO is go and look at every NRL coach that doesn't have a job. Currently, yeah. And, yeah, and the then, top of the list are the ones that won the premiership, a premiership most recently. That's it. Yep. And then eventually you drop out of that rotation. Yep. Like um, fucking minibus. What are you talking um, about? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Smith. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, half a coach. <laughs> um, you know, he he never comes into that conversation anymore. Yeah, you know, for a couple of years. I feel. After, I feel like. Well, he, um, well, he, he was, would, but he's also he sort of segued himself into a role where he's more like a an advisor. He's the guy they pay to do reviews for clubs, yeah, and when no, they're looking for a reason to, you know, to. But I'm saying that they'll be their every, life, yeah. It was just everyone who. Well, it just seems like he really just coach. reviews Parramatta, though. Doesn't yeah, exactly. He? <laughs> um, no, he works with the Warriors now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't need a review at the moment. Or was he before then? I think he was before then. Okay. So, he's well, done wonders. It fucking worked. Um, not, so, not so much for Paramount, but- You get all the first grade coaches or former first grade coaches that don't have a job. Yep. And you then, you know, they're in the running. Because obviously they are. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, like there aren't that many fucking professions out there yep. where there are 12 cunts with a resume. <laughs> and everyone knows who those twelve cunts are. Yeah, and they, they they just quickly look at them. And they go, are they are they currently employed by an NRL club? Yes, no. Flowchart moves down to no. Okay, exactly. are they currently employed by an um, English Super League club? Exactly. No. <laughs> and then no. Okay, exactly. they're on the list. And then it's you know, but then it gets to is there trouble at their club? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and up until now, no one was saying, oh Des Hasler, oh Des Hasler. So he does. He, he's in. He's in the same fucking spot, NRL purgatory. As or Hulk. you could say it's the Des Hasler's shit ever under the radar. <laughs> no, I'm saying that no other club except Manly would entertain the idea of Des Hasler at the moment. I just think Des is he's, he's too close. He's only a year removed from, um, you know, a cunt circus at at the Dogs. Yep. Which was not not completely through his doing, but I mean he certainly play he certainly had his part to play. And also a year removed from, you know, pulling his dick out and threatening to go all fucking Donny Brasco on how the salary cap actually works. <laughs> you know, people forget that very fucking quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um because you know, like, he got he got he got deals done. The only thing the only difference between Manly and the and the dog situation was the deals he did with the dogs were for shit players. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Man- Manly exactly. he's, Manly he's keeping guys like you know fucking you know the the peak stewards, Watmo, fucking exactly. yeah, Jamie Lyon, <laughs> all these guys together. And and but, my thing is for Manly, do you want with, with the position your club is in now? <laughs> do you want somebody who's strong willed? And liable to throw a tantrum 
right? I reckon you need fucking John Cartwright. And I'm, and I'm, I'm <laughs> fuck that shit. No, no one wants Uncle Borshin in, in the club. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Tell me that's not the best sitcom that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, if you like dick but have more than your portion, <laughs> you call in your friend <laughs> Uncle Portion. <laughs> That's um, the episode title right there. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, there you but, go. No, seriously, the, the club is in a dire need of a rebuild, and everybody knows that. Yeah, but I feel I feel I, like they need they need it like the, they need a play a player a player lead one, and you got to remember, Desi's done the rebuild thing. I mean, he took he at yeah, this level. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't remember coming out of the fucking Northern Eagles thing when we had like you know fucking ex murderers, fucking Grant, yeah, you know, Grant, fucking what's his name, Gary Winters, and we had like Grant Wooden, yep. all these shit cunts. Yep, John Mullane. <laughs> I mean, no. I could I could list a, you know a dozen of the shittest fucking. Uh, yeah, and he and and you know what? I mean, he took it back to fucking, but he took it fucking back, back to basics. And that first season, he was a coach. I think they won like the first six games of the season by going fucking one out tackle, yep. kick on the on the fifth tackle. Yeah. and and you know what? They don't need that level because I mean they've obviously got some fucking great players in there. However, like someone to just take it, you know, yeah. and build and but also I wanted the behind the scenes stuff. I want the actual culture saying. built up. I, well, I think you, need- Desi's coach, two's assistant. <laughs> Donnie oh, Singe in the fucking club doing the strength and conditioning. Give Matt Bad- Matty Ballon a roll. The Stewart brothers, they can then coach fucking Blacktown and then they can become the, the dual coaching phenomenons that the Walker brothers they are supposed to be that never, that never were. So Brett, And then they Brett, move their way back up. Brett turns potential rapists into uh, only alleged rapists. Works for me. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I honestly think you need, you need a fucking patsy. You need a twelve-month period where well, John Cartwright's in there. Yeah, but the thing is, they can they can retrospectively, you yeah. know, retroactively, they can use Trent to be that because they what they can do is they can they can vengefully well, they, ensure that he will that that he will never get another head coaching job because they'll because Des will come in and make fucking and and basically get minor premiership for the club and then they'll go well this is the same fucking roster that this is the same roster that other fucking sexy nice guy had. And he couldn't do that. Yeah, they okay. barely voided the spoon. Look, somebody who actually did that in fucking real life, right? So, you know, Seabold, who was coaching the Rabbits before him? Yeah. You know? And Seabold's done that. He took the Rabbits mm. from a situation again where they wrote to their members last year and said, we're sorry, we've made, shit, you guys. Well, we've made vast recruitment mistakes and we yep. need a rebuilding period. Now, all of a sudden, there are a couple of games from a grand final. Yep. Right, so Seabold did that. Yeah, but Seabold's a fucking good coach. Yeah. You're talking about John Cartwright, motherfucker. No, 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 no. The no. writing's on the wall for John I'm not Cartwright. talking about Seabold. I'm talking about who he took over from. He took over from a guy, and he still. He, no one's talking about him. Yeah, but he, yeah, but Madge is a different. He's, I mean, it was it, it was known that he's pretty much like just burned out that you know burned out that roster with yeah. the way he coaches. And the thing is. Back when he started with the Rabbitohs, he extracted every last little bit of fucking talent out of that squad that wasn't wasn't the no, best squad. We don't get into a match hole. I'm saying that in in this analogy, yeah, right. Seabold would be Des, okay, and even if Des wins the minor premiership, which he won't, because your club's a fucking international cunt circus. Guess what? Always has been, and he and he has and he has and yeah, premierships. But um, Madge merely forever fucking preach that person. <laughs> 
fucking oath it is. But yeah, Des Hasler. We know the author of which manly premiers. Motherfucker, how old are you? Four years old. <laughs> no other club would consider Des Hasler at the moment. Yeah, well, except manly. Well, how many? Well, the thing is, right? how many clubs actually actively are looking to hire a new coach for next year? Well, there if, is only there is not there is only one. Well, if you look over the last little while, there's been Brisbane. There's been the West yeah, but Tigers. The, yeah, but the Broncos aren't. I mean, he he was employed when the West Tigers re-upped their coach. No, no, Broncos no. Broncos no, no. aren't for another year. Yeah, I the know. The West Tigers are going to be looking for a coach, but they might see if they're going to be the second move. Is they going to want Desi, but they're not going to be able to get but it. But there's been... So, um, West. It's hard to keep up with the chat and talk at the same oh, time, mate. There's been, there's been Wests. There's been Brisbane. Yeah, but they're not, see, was, they're not up yet. Ne- no, 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 no. There was potentially Melbourne when Bellamy was on his way to Brisbane. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so these, been, are, these are situations that never actually happened, though. Like, I know, they but I'm saying in all of these in all of these occasions, yep. Des was unemployed. It's only, he's only been unemployed for the last 12 months. Yes, I know. And in none of those situations, that all happened in the last Tigers are on months. the second year of a coach. No. So, okay, so there was this thing this year where there was the scandal with Ivan Cleary. It was a fairly large news item. You may remember it. And there was the conjecture about whether Ivan would leave. Yeah, but there was no conjecture because can your mate, the fucking, dare I say, your business mentor, if anything, Justin Pascoe, emphatically said that Penrith can fucking wrap their dick in glad wrap and suck it. Yes, I because know. But in the they, fucking- they, Because Ivan Cleary was not going anywhere under in, any circumstances. In the 10 days leading up to that, before he did anything, <laughs> yeah. Des didn't come into the equation. Because there was no equation according to the West Tigers side of things. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to make these equations better. No, I'm not. I'm saying there was a time from when it came out that Ivan had met with Penrith and he'd been offered a contract. I heard he just gave fucking Gus and Risty at a cafe. For, well, yeah, that's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Ive Jibber Thursday. <laughs> um, you know, th- there was that 10 days where there was nothing but conjecture about what would happen. And would they let him go right now before Pass Cunt came out and fucking, you know, milked his little fucking pud? Yeah, but what I'm saying is there was never, there was never anything like, oh, who's going to fucking coast the West Tigers now? Yes, there because was. Because no, no, well, who, who was named? There's no one named. Well, that was when there was the whole circus thing. There was, they, they never, there was never There any, was Maguire out of a what, job. What the potential, what the potential was, was, was Trent back to Penrith. That was the only time they were talking about coach. And it, no. actually, Desi did get mentioned to Penrith too. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No. Fucking look, hey, look it up. Never. I've got, hey, I've got the documents. Mentioned by you on Twitter. <laughs> doesn't count. It wasn't mentioned by me. I don't, I don't get involved in but these a, things again, on Twitter. again, when Wayne Bennett, <laughs> when the whole, you know, the thing was, okay, well, if even when it was confirmed Ivan will stay at the Tigers, the conversation then moved to who's going to coach Penrith. Yeah, and it was going to be it was, it was a two horse race between Hasler and um no, ba- and Barrett. No, it was Wayne Bennett. The talk was get Wayne Bennett to the club for a couple of years. I'm saying no other club even entertained the position of having Des Hasler as a coach. And if Bennett was only Bennett it, was only brought into the situation. No, he was brought in there after the fact when they when they fucked off Hook, had Seraldo, Ivan was allegedly yes. solidified at the yeah. West Tigers. Well, then Bennett yeah, came into that, the situation. Well, even before then. No, no, it was only after they weren't going to get Ivan straight away. That was when well, that was when remember, the, 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 happened. the first thing that happened here was there was the Bellamy's not going to Brisbane, right? Yeah, that was that was a long time ago. Then, exactly. Then there was the Wayne won't be renewed. Then there no, was- Wayne Wayne won't be renewed though. That only came in that 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 was only the other week though. That was like no. two weeks ago when it actually was. 
there was talk about, oh, he was going to do this and I want an extension and now they're going to give an extension. If you but that was that, only decided like two weeks ago. If you think ago. back, there were three times that he put a plan to them and they rejected it. Yeah, I mean, there was right? speculation and things, but it only actually, mm-hmm. and it's still, and we still don't know. I mean, like, alleged, I mean, it looks like he's going to be still going to be year. there next year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, long story short, no one else had entertained the idea of Des Hasler. And I think it's only nostalgia. It's the fucking Netflix effect that's making you think it's a good idea because Des Hasler was a good coach. What's the Netflix effect? Well, Netflix is built on fucking nostalgia. They've redone, you know, Voltron and Full House and fucking all of these other things. Yeah, but who watches those? A massive amount of their subscribers. That's like, I, 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 I see Netflix to, to watch fucking shit so I don't have to download it anymore. <laughs> and believe me. I wasn't losing any sleep looking for fucking Full House on Pirate Bay. I know. Or but any actual other good torrent You sites. can't fucking live your life knowing that you're fucking better than everybody and then be surprised when the behaviour of the lowest common denominators <laughs> yeah, doesn't enough. match yours. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's true. But um, yeah. Netflix was built on beat bugs. Yeah. How many Emmys have they got? It sounds- was- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It sounds like they missed a few Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if the bug's lips moved in time with the music properly. Um, yeah. What other news is there? Anything? No, nah. not really. I don't really want to talk. You, you, you kind of got like three. You got kind of got thirty seconds to tell us a news story to talk about. And uh, and if you don't, then we're going to move on to the next section. Anything else? Somebody wants to talk about news? Five, four, three, two. One. Hang on. Ponga. Who said Ponga? Ponga? What the, what the what fucking about Ponga? Is he like a ranger or is he like... What is he? <laughs> Fuck baby yeah. shark. Oh, yeah. Tarek Sims. Well, we did that in the thing. I mean, it's only really worth a one-liner, right? That was fake, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it was a doctored photo. Oh, it was the one from the... the what's the face? What's his name? The, the site that does the memes and the things. I don't know. NRO worst. Yeah. Yeah. His dick got bit off by a soldier crab. It happens to the best of us. Yes. You get your gear out the beach, you know the risks. Yes. And, uh, you know, you accept the risks and uh, you accept the consequences. You got fucking cunts like fucking Kabir there with your drones. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. That's an excuse to eat more hamburgers. Now I need a bit of a gut. <laughs> just to put a bit of a fucking, bit just, of a fucking gazebo over the top. Just because of these <laughs> fucking creepy cunts that are out there hashtagging, you know, dicks from above. Okay, it is that time. It is the final episode of the year, and the final episode of the year means the Twilly Awards, the ninth annual Twilly Awards. And uh, I say we just get the awards. So this year, I can say, I forget what the total number was, but I mean, we had probably like somewhere in the range of like 25 to 30% more voters this year. So uh, potentially the uh, awards are going to be that much more legit. Uh, because uh, all that much fucking. <laughs> well, <laughs> we- <laughs> you know, a, a larger sample anyway. size carries with it. Cheese cunt. All right. Thank you, sir.
the first award of the evening is bomb. Number one is so much easier when you print out as a PDF and just go page by page. Mm. The team of the year. The first one is uh, fullback and the contenders. Just to recap, James Tedesco, Billy Slater, Tommy Turbo, Roger Tuvasa-Shek, hoping to back up with the more prestigious award than the uh, Dally M. Well, you know, one, Val Holmes. one where the voting doesn't come into as much question. And uh, obviously, uh, Callan Ponga was uh, was also you know, grandfathered in there just due to popular demand, not through any actual level of quality. And uh, the winner is... Fuck off with wanting a studio audience, Mario. <laughs> Look, we we we'll, we do the live show in New South Wales because that's where that's where people show up. Yeah, but uh, but really, you know how much we'd have to charge. Look at everyone saying Ponga Teddy, the winner with thirty one point eight percent of the total vote. James Tedesco. Tedesco, fullback of the year. Uh, second place was uh, was RTS. He had uh, just over twenty percent. Oh no, he was third with twenty. Second was actually Ponga with twenty four percent. So there you go. So the the top couple of uh, places there, you went uh, Teddy with thirty one. Uh, Honda with 24, two of us a with 20, and uh, then the minor places went down with Billy Slater finishing dead last with a paltry 3.9% of the vote. Oh, fucking beautiful. And I'll tell you what. Yes. When you have to take into consideration the number of Roosters fans that listen to the podcast. Well, the number of Roosters fans actually in existence. In existence yeah. A um, minor number. I, I'm impressed with that. Yep. No, yeah. Well done. Obviously, people uh, did not vote on party lines, and they actually respected the the contribution and output of a player who's had a pretty quality season, uh, especially you, in uh, Origin and uh, Grand Final. Are you saying that we may be paving the way for democracy as as it was imagined it could be? Yes. Not like this. Uh, I'd be the previous fucking fascist regime, communists. Correct. Radio. Category two, team of the year, winger. And we get two of these. We've got two wingers, so give us the top two. So um, the candidates were uh, Fuss for the Warriors. Had a fantastic year in the wing. Uh, the Fox, Josh Adokar. Old uh, You've Got the Clap, Corey Oates. Fingers Ferguson and uh, Jermaine Asako, who I don't like because he makes me dislike the Broncos a little bit less. Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah, it is. Um, and by a fairly clear margin, Josh Adokar was the number one winner with 31.5% of the votes. I really don't think he was the best, but okay. Winger. Yeah, you know, Fuss had a good year, man, is all I'm saying. Fuss had a good year. Save that fucking sex offending cunt nugget. Who got second? Blake Ferguson got second. I am fucking ashamed of so. the fucking listenership of this show. He should have finished dead fucking last like Billy Slater, like the other sex pest. He should have. But, you know. Wow, that's a, that is yeah. a, that's a, for all of the kudos we gave you for the first award, I retract 98% of them. <laughs> after, after. Look, look you, you new cunts just need to learn how things work around here, that's all. <laughs> we'll give you a year. <laughs> we'll give you a year. Um, but I would put to you that if you were putting a team together, you know, if you really sat down and looked at it, while Fuss had a good year, yeah. a lot of it was the fact that he just jumped a lot. Well, did he jump up and jam his fingers into a woman's vagina against her will? I'm talking about him versus that Okar. <laughs> <Well. laughs> I'm talking about Ferguson. I don't care. About, I don't care about that Okar because I, lo- I love Fox. Yeah, but uh, I care. I do care about Ferguson team. That's, the, that's it's actually it's a disgrace. Moving right along, 
Oh, we may actually may actually uh, look. I want to veto that vote. <laughs> Dave Fusatua, congratulations on getting the second week position. Would did he? Can you come. He is. Uh, he's the new second place getter. Josh, Josh Adam Carden. Well, let's. I don't know who came third. I don't know who came third. Who came um, third? Hang on. Twenty-one. Fuck! It was close. Yeah, Fuss was third with seventeen point one. Okay. And Asako underneath him with sixteen point eight. Yeah. That that's a fucking that's a tiny margin. Maybe we could pick like a, you know, a third second rower and just like get like a Brett Plowman esque fucking. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Put a glad the wing. <laughs> maybe we say that like the NRL will have eligibility guidelines. Yeah. And one of them is can't be a fucking sex offender. One thing, I'll tell you what, though, I'm, the Roosters fans have got Teddy home. They did this. Yeah, they, well, they put for- yeah. The non-Roosters fans. Well, no, the- Well, yeah, I suppose. Because there's three Roosters fans. Yeah, but I mean, like, listenership does ebb and flow with the fortunes of a side. Fucking oath, it does, yeah. <laughs> so That's- maybe we got a, maybe we had a record- uh- <laughs> Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Turbo can go on the wing. He did, a good, he did the job in Origin. Fuck off. <laughs> this is the thing, though. Right, here's my thing that I'm struggling to fucking reconcile in my head. What's that? Two of the fucking greatest people I met at the meetup. Yeah. Were oh well, I guess that was one Roosters fan and his son who drove down that day. Yeah, but Brisbane. there's no problem with it. Like Roosters fans aren't out there fucking picking ladies up like bowling balls and shit. Just, I, no, giving them shockers and we won't have to worry about this next year because Ferguson will be at Parramatta. I won't yeah. have the opportunity. And then it's hilarious. Now he's yeah. at Parramatta. I mean, it's you know. Exactly. <laughs> it's, where he, it's where he should have been the whole time. Well, the Sharks, I suppose. He had his chance to stay there. The third one, the team of the year, the centre. Well, I guess we need two of them for this. We do. And fuck me dead. This could be the uh, one of the landslides of the night. The contenders are James Roberts, Latrell Mitchell, Greg Inglis, uh, Joseph Leilua, Dally M winner, mm. Ewan Aitken, and your... <laughs> Your solitary fucking Wunga Blake fucking. fucking we put nice. him in there. We grandfathered him in there. It's all good. He's in there. He had his opportunity. He was on the ballot. The winner, the first man picked with 80.43% of the vote. Well, I knew Wunga was popular. <laughs> Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. In second place. And it was it was close. I mean, but you know, when the first guy takes 80% of the vote in like a five or six man yeah. field, you know, we single digits for everyone else, right? So second place. It, it, it was pretty much like me trying to pick up chicks with Ben Dunn 43 in the room. 6.1% <laughs> of the vote. GUI. Greg Inglis. Yep. And uh, and let me tell you, your 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 man, uh, Blake, he was 52 so he wasn't that far off getting a run. Yeah, well, Inglis is disqualified because of his fucking abhorrent drink driving behaviour. Look. You've set a precedent. Unless he jammed the bottle up into a female <laughs> and clunge. Look, yeah, you know, you're probably right. But, um, but you know, law- laws are around what people did, not what they could have done. Uh, Ramian and Masters both better than Gio. Uh, actually, incorrect. Incorrect. The... Uh, Next. Jesus. Number four, let's bring it. Team of the year, 5-8. Who's the contenders? I haven't looked at these results, so I don't know who they are. Were Cam Cunster, Gareth Widdop. Yeah, I will guess, you know, his his, uh, lack of being there was the difference between them (laughs) winning and losing. I wouldn't say that. James Malone, put it this way. Him him not showing up wasn't the not showing up that 
fucked them out of their season. <laughs> uh, we had Maloney, Kiri, Blake Green, and Matt. Nah, just joking. Moylan wasn't even on the fucking ballot because he's a shit cunt. Three uh, good games a year all against the all against Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and in a tight race, the winner, Luke Geary, 36.39%. Over. Taking out over Cameron Munster at 32.7. Close. Yes. I feel, I, feel that, I feel that Cleary might have got, if we had have taken the vote two weeks earlier, I bet you he didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, I think his, his he, I grand think, final performance. I think his grand final is, performance got him home. Yeah. Yeah. Could you also say that his grand final performance gets him just praise for his season? No. I think it probably got him on the ballot as well okay. as a win. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Munster, Munster has been fucking terrific. That's so funny. Like, the, 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 the fucking the, the Sharks fans, they cling on, they love to cling on to shit that's irrelevant. Like, I mean, for example, Matt Pryor, they, they love to cling on his 13 metres in origin like he can actually play the game of rugby league. Yeah. And now they want to, like, Moylan six tries against Newcastle. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, okay. It's like when the fucking star gets, the, the, when the star has a, uh, a disciplinary indiscretion and they get dropped to reserve grade and score five tries and get 10 goals. Oh my God, what a fucking superstar yeah. performance. Come on. Um, number five, what are we up to? The team of the year halfback. All right. Our nominees, Nathan Cleary, Cooper Cronk, Daly Cherry Evans, Mitchell Pierce, and Sean Johnson. I thought that the Tigers fans would probably push for uh, Brooks, to be on the ballot, but it's remarkable that they also trail off and and don't really show up when it counts. So yeah. un- unlucky there. And um, are they just so used to to being resigned that players from other teams get their nominations every year? There's five guys on the ballot though, so it wasn't even like they were trying to make him ninth. I mean, they had some positions to work with. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll do nine nominations, <laughs> just so we can get nine. Okay, and the winner is going to be, predictably in in uh, my opinion, with forty two point two percent of the vote, Cooper Cronk. Yes. The second place getter was Cleary on seventeen point one. Fucking oath narrowly followed by Mitchell Pearce and DCE and Sean Johnson, who had a fucking good year when he played. Uh, stranded back there on nine nine point one percent. Yeah, isn't that funny though? The Warriors, the season they had. SJ, 9.1. Mm-hmm. Green, not even... I think Green was hardly done. Yeah, by. not even... even so, and, and two of us are shaking into Dally M and he's like, didn't even finish top three. Yeah. Was he, was he third, maybe? Um, yeah. 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 I'd say Green had a, a better season than SJ. So. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Nick has bought Twill. <laughs> tell you what. He has not. And our integrity is fucking beyond reproach. But let me tell you a story. I mean, you had your story about the, the Falcon ripping out. I'll yes. tell you, speaking of Falcons... <laughs> Ford Mustang, fantastic car. Had the opportunity to uh, to uh, I got a new Mustang yesterday, and let me tell you, a oh, fuck fuck they go and reliable. My God, the running costs so low, but the performance is amazing. I uh, I took it for a spin. I took the kids to school, and I took it for a drive just by myself. It's so versatile. Ford Ford Mustang, good for every situation. And you know, if you're looking to get a Ford Mustang for yourself, maybe City Ford in Sydney might be the place you'd like to go. <laughs> What was that furniture guy? Start name started with D, not Nick Scarly, the the car guy. 
don't know what you're talking about. The dodgy cunt. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Air integrity. Damn straight, Chapo. Is not for sale. <laughs> unless Uncle Nick is in the chat, in which case, slide on in. His mustangs look dope as fuck. <laughs> I'd like to get like a one of the new ones in like sort of in like in black, and then get and get like a then a '69 in black, like John Wick, and then and have the two of them, and have and have uh, what do you call those? You know, I don't I don't want it restored to original stuff. I want it to be basically the '69 Mustang with like new reliable parts inside. You know, just you know. do you know what I just thought of? Right? Yeah, I just thought of having like the new one. And in black, yeah, and then the old one in green, and you and I can be in the black one, yeah, doing the fucking Paul Walker thing to real dad <laughs> as he exits to Toowoomba. <laughs> Team of the year, Locke. Ooh, nominees are Tamalolo, I presume, Jakey T. Team of the year. Nominees were JDB. Oh, and he should have, I mean, Tour Nation should have given him some love for the for the scarf business, right? Fucking earth, they should have. Um, How soon they forget, and probably. not having a shit cunt man bun. Uh, well, Tom, he but he did. Tom Alolo? Yes. Oh, fucking hell, Jake Travojevic, Sam Burgess, and Dale oh, yeah, Finucane. So, yeah. oh, Finucane, a good year. And in an absolute fucking travesty that now makes me fucking believe everything I hear about Trump and the PP tapes and like that. <laughs> I know who won now. <laughs> Jake Turbovic. Fucking Jake Tardo Dick has won at 37%. Well, that's not that. That's not a, a massive blowout. As the best lock of the year. Oh, the graph looks pretty comprehensive, though. Who's that so, second? Is that, is that Tamalolo in second? Second is Tamalolo at 22 Narrowly. And then DeBellin not far after that. So Turbo's the better part of 40. Tomalolo's 22. DeBellin's at 20. Burgess at 12.4. And Finucan played in a fucking grand final team at mm. 7. But um, Burgess, to be fair, that uh, was it 12, 12% for, for Burgess? Mm. Um, that's that's actually the exact figure of the amount of times he held the ball after receiving it. Yeah, true. So uh, well done. Well, well it, done. Basi- it basically means that there is a Manly fan... That's gone to the trouble of creating a bunch of fucking fake accounts. The thing, the thing that I think it says, is, I mean, because Tommy Turbo and DC didn't poll well, so I actually would. Uh, the way I, I see it is that uh, Jakey Turbo was just the fucking greatest of the year, and the, the casual rugby league observer. Fucking look for for fucking Tardo Dick to win an award. There would need <laughs> to be somebody that works in a fucking industry that is so fucking dead. <laughs> that they have enough time on their hands to create fucking 37% of fake accounts and Journalist? email addresses. So you saying? That, or maybe somebody in real estate in northern country, New South Wales. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Josh um, Jackson ripped off. Fuck Josh you Jackson. Know, you know who you are, and congratulations on being in the fucking journalism of the north. <laughs> the uh, team of the year, second row. Your contenders are, and we'll take two for this, Tarek Sims, Tyson Frizzell, Tavita Pangai Jr., Bill Kickow, Wanda Sykes, Felice Kafusi, and Angus Crichton. Two winners here. 
The first man picked is Frizzle Manizzle, Tyson Frizzle. Yep. Next. A safe sec- choice. In second place, Pingu Jr. On 21%. Sorry, Tyson was, he was on 27%. Pingu Jr. on 21. And in third place, Kikau on 18. Mm -hmm. And then we we go back to 15% for for Tarek, 9% for Wanda Sykes and Crichton last on 7.3. There we are, fucking Paul Rick Rick Damelian. There you are, you fucking legend. I knew someone would remember that. Who the fuck? I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that name in my life. Who's that guy? Tell the story. He he was a car dealer in Sydney. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't remember whether he was allegedly involved in some shady shit or whether someone in his business was doing some shady shit. What kind shit. of shady shit, though? Like, shady shit. Like, like killing some, people? No. Oh, I don't know. Like a white-collar crime or-, or no. 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 Okay. So, it's actually like stand-over so shit wh- or arsons Well, and- white-collar crime covering up- Okay. Other crime. Right. So, yeah. Um, Tarek robbed. Yeah. Next up- Team of the year. Prop. Contenders. David Clemmer. Paul Vaughan. Andrew, I've got a chip on my shoulder for feeder. Joe Offerhengawe. Tom Burgess. And the one that Nate added to make himself feel better. Martin, I hashtag everything on my Instagram, hashtag Team Kapow, because I'm a fucking cockhead. There's one thing I'll take out of that. Martin Tapow. There's one thing I'll take out of that. You uh, follow Martin Tapow on Instagram. I never knew that. I don't no, follow the fucking somebody guy. tweeted it. He was riding a bike, <laughs> delivering something, and was like, hashtag Team Kapow. Imagine the state of you following a football player on Instagram, though. Yeah. If it doesn't have tits or tats, I'm not fucking interested <laughs> See, I'm tits, tats, or bats. <laughs> um, so, who's the top two? Who are our props? So, our props for the team of the year 26.38% Paul Vaughan. Fair. And expected. 23.62% Andrew Fafita. Mm, fair. So, we need to hope that. A couple this, of good options in there. Well, we just need to hope that our team of the season only plays one game out of a three game series and we'll fucking steamroll any cunt. Marty Tapao has a MILF, according to uh, to Paul Mack. There's someone else in the chat who I know is in the chat for a fact whose parents live next door to Tapao's estranged missus who he cheated on with the uh, the one that he's with at the moment. Oh, so nice. uh, I'd love if it. you want to spill the story in there, unnamed person who uh, is in the chat, be my guest. I'd love to get some uh, live video footage from them of what they think of the hashtag Team Kapow. Yeah, yeah, um, they're, seeing, they're seeing the dark side of Team Kapow. Yes. They're seeing the teammates that got left out. The team Kapow. Yes. <laughs> okay. Can we give Chapo a timeout? If every time a fucking thing's awarded, Chapo says the yeah. player was ripped off. Yeah, come on, Chapo. Mate. You bet. Maybe you're not better than this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Are we giving you too much credit for thinking you're better than this? <laughs> Bar from Logan. Bar from Logan, could win all the categories. Yeah, I guess they say that now because we're uh, at the hooker of the year, and it is um, the contenders: Isaac Luke, Damian Cook, Cameron Smith, and Josh Hodgson. I mean, Hodgson, he was just kind of grandfathered in there because of the the impact he had when he returned for the Raiders, and yeah, he pretty much turned them around. Um, mm. This is a fucking this. This may be if someone who has listened to the show for a while and and been involved in all of these. Uh, Twilly Awards and stuff like that. If anyone can conjure up or remember what the biggest 
category ass kicking ever was. I feel I did anything ever crack. I mean, with four or five contenders, I don't think anything would have ever cracked ninety percent before. And this Fuck is no. this is and this is no exception. However, it's fucking close. With eighty six point one five percent of the vote, Damian Cook takes out the hooker. Yeah, fantastic. So that take, that means that in second place, Cameron Smith on five point eight. Third place, Hodgson on four point nine and bullied on just over three. Tick over three. So uh, congratulations, Damian Cook. That may be the most comprehensive win for a Twilly ever. Yes. But, um, I hopefully agree. hopefully someone someone tell me or listen to all the old Twilly episodes or something because <laughs> ain't ain't me. <laughs> Just because you're happy to have Dez back, not not everyone has your level of suggestibility. I am not happy to have Dez back. All I'm doing is fucking making the best of a bad situation and pretending. Now, team of the year, bench. Two people skipped this question. Yeah, I, I understand people skipping the questions on, in terms of um typing shit. Well, no, the ones like the the the, the podcast awards, like you know the yeah. years and stuff. I get that, know. but when you, I, I could only be accidental, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, so the interchange bench for team of the year, our options are James Seguiaro, Boo Radley, Lee Sanamau, Jason Bukaki. Tyrone Peachy. Peachy, you'd have to be a shout, wouldn't And you? Cam Murray. And by a fucking very large percent, 43% of the vote, Victor Radley takes out the first bench spot. Fucking cheap shot merchant. Grub. Um, coming in second, having the second bench spot, is Tyrone Peachy on 23%. Mm-hmm. That. I guess he gets a run then. Well, we'd, we'd use two of them maybe. On 13. If we were going to go the whole four, then we would... Uh, we'll go four. So on 13, we've got Cam Murray. Um, all, the Sharks and, fan, all the Sharks fans bitching about the fact that, you know, no Matt Pryor this and Sharks this. And in they a didn't exactly vote. Tie, they didn't vote their Sharkies guys well, into, the, into the bench, did they? In a tie, we've got Armour and Seguiaro. Mm-hmm. And I think just based on the fact that the other three cunts are... Not exactly big. <laughs> you know? Okay, do you, do you take the ultimate built for speed bench? Well, you know, Peachy, Radley. I'd have Peachy on Cam there. Cam Murray. Yeah, and Seguiara. Who else is on there again? Uh, well, the the tie with Seguiara's uh, arm out. Yeah, okay. Like, you fucking sharks cucks. You had Jason Bukaki there. and I'd he- probably still have Bakuya, actually. I'd take Bakuya any fucking I don't need day. to run a two-hooker rotation. I've got Damien motherfucking Cook with 86% yeah. of the vote. He doesn't need no fucking exactly. substitutions. And th- th- this is the thing. I'd take Bakuya fucking first pick. Like, he was monstrous in their final series. Won them that he, fucking game when they- He was the bench player. After Matt Pryor led in that try to fucking yeah. tie it up. It was Bakuya yeah. with that fucking run that never stopped running That's it. that got him up to get the ultimate Fuck. winning field goal. These sharks cucks are fucking strange. They are. There are there enigmas wrapped in fucking anyway, racist our, ronks. Our bench is built for speed. <laughs> enigmas wrapped in Southern Cross flags. Next. Don't say that was Bakuya. Fucking look immediately to the left. It wasn't his assignment. It was Matt Pryor who missed the tackle. Bakuya just got left holding the fucking bag, mate. All right. The player of the year for 2018. Fucking Shanks, you run the moon. <laughs> you run Tinder, though. Fucking oath you do. I'm glad I live on the north side. 
<laughs> I'll, be, I'll be competing with that. <laughs> I'll be in that bracket. <laughs> right. 2018 Player of the Year. The contenders are Damian Cook, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, Latrell Mitchell, Cooper Cronk, Kalen Ponga. Put it in there under duress just because of so many fucking Knights people. Um, and Jeremy Lattimore. Underappreciated for punching Cam Smith in the balls. Mm. Your winner, the 2018 Player of the Year, as voted by the listeners of the podcast, with 42.2% of the vote, predictably, is one Damien Cook. Congratulations, sir. There you go. In second place, with a tie, 14.07%, Latrell Mitchell and Jeremy Lattimore tied for second. Mm. In third place, Callum Ponga, narrowly ahead of RTS, and uh, Cooper Cronk languishing in uh, 6.7%, but he's got his uh, halfback gong, so what does he fucking care? There you go. Next. Uh, the rookie of the year, with the contenders being Jermaine Asako, Jesse Ramian, AJ Brimson, Lachlan Lewis, and Boo Radley. And tight between first and second, but uh, second with 28.53, Victor Radley. Losing out to first place on 35.5%, Jermaine Sacco. I can live with that. Fucking oath. Congratulations, sir. Who comes second? Radley. Oh, right. Okay. And who, and who, came, who, who else Rad- was on there? Radley was second. Oh, then, okay. I see some minor placings there that are, that are no, nowhere near it. It, it was yeah. the- Two horse race. Yeah. Third, fourth, and fifth yep. were almost right. neck and neck. There you go. And it's funny watching the chat uh, when the, you see Chapo saying, oh, yes, Radley will get this. Ba-ba-oh, wrong. Yeah. Next. I can put yourself in a timeout, James. <clears throat> Coach of the year. Only the second year that we have uh, run this award. And uh, the contenders are- Premiership winning Trent Robinson. Anthony Seabold restoring the, the resurrecting. Oh, hang on, the, here we are, rabbits. just to, to interrupt. So Josh Hill's just put up the team of the year. Okay. I, do we, we, we wouldn't really go four reserves out of a list of six or something, though, would we? Well, maybe next year we need to make like 10 or something so we can pull a solid four out of that. Well, as, as you said in the fucking category, because we're not Trent Barrett, we'll run with four <laughs> and use yeah. them. Yeah, fair enough. Rightio. Um, um, look, I mean- It's not a bad team. It's a it's a fair side. Don't get me wrong. You'd uh, want to fucking clean up the gas tank of a couple like Fafita and- <laughs> Well, he's playing 80 minutes from the look of it. <laughs> Uh, we probably need to. We, what we probably need to do is take the first two, the two winners from the the reserve from the reserves category, and then add another prop or something like the third <laughs> yeah, place prop or you know, something like that. Um, okay, so uh, the coaches of the year: uh, Trent Robinson, uh, Anthony Seabold, Stephen Carney, and Nathan Brown. And your winner with fifty nine point three percent of the vote, Anthony Seabold. In second place was Trent Robinson, way back on 25%, and then uh, 7% and change for the other two. Mm. So congratulations, Seabold, Coach of the Year. And uh, that's the end of the Roosters conspiracies <laughs> because at the end of the day, if Roosters fans were some powerful block that was winning everything for their, t- their, yeah. their club men, then Trent would have got it. I, I, I think the Roosters' success was, was less based on their coach. <laughs> And more based on it took Cooper Cronk a good fucking solid six months to drill into Jake Friend how he would his right. service. <laughs> Flano Rob. Um, yes, yeah, that's 
Trent Barrett robbed. Maybe that was a problem. Maybe his name's Trent and he just confused the fucking casuals. <laughs> I'm voting for Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Fitler need more recognition. Oh, come on, son. This is not state of origin. Biggest tiger. It, it's, I suppose I would have been um, in, you know, a weight off the shoulders of the Tigers fans. They wouldn't have to worry about being biased for coach of the year because they don't have one. <laughs> well, the, the, I mean, the, the coach the, the coach they have is 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 the bus he left behind. Well, they're you know they're basically paying Penrith's coach to be a talent scout for a couple of years. <laughs> you know, um, so oh yeah, this is a good one. Twill episode of the year. Oh, this is a fucking. Lame. I, I don't even remember which episodes are on there, but I know which ones are going to win. Yeah, exactly. The contenders were. We'll go in numerical order. Um, Episode 286, Paprika. Episode 289, Tarzan's Grip. That was one where we talked about time travelling back to gluing up Robbie Parra's <laughs> mum's cunt. <laughs> or, or his dad's fucking urethra. I'm going to be perfectly truthful. <laughs> I don't remember that discussion, but it sounds hilarious. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Episode 290, <laughs> Cuckty Shades of Grey. <laughs> um, and the fucking clear winner, thank God, was episode 300, what Family thank God Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> that absolute fucking landslide. Oh, 52%. I thought that would have been like a 90, 80, 90% sort of thing, but people spread it out. Yeah. I do. I, I, my opinion is still that people vote based on the title a lot of the time. If the title, you know, like Porch Tigers did tremendously well because it's just fucking, you know, <laughs> it's evocative. <laughs> Makes you remember Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> uh, that was but good. Yeah. All right, next one. Next one up is the Grub of the Year. Oh, this one, just looking at the graph and not seeing the figures, it's, you know, pretty nice spread at the top. Your winner. Oh, sorry, no, your contenders are Will Chambers, fucking perennial favourite. Matthew Lodge, of course. Josh Maguire, of course. Cam Munster, Stepdad, and Trent Barrett. What was I nominated for? <laughs> Look, I feel like people were saying for his videos. <laughs> so there was the one. <laughs> well, well, it was, you know, the fisting one. It's probably, that's a perennial. And that wasn't even this year, but it did come out like yeah. six or seven times this year. Yeah. The winner. With 27% of the vote telling you it was a very well-dispersed voting pool, Matthew Lodge. Okay. Deserved. Well, well, well deserved. Done. That's fucking, thank God, common In sense. In second place, with 19.3%, stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking stronger polling than I expected. 18%, so narrowly behind, like a handful of votes behind Will Chambers, and then a handful of votes back to Cam Munster, and uh, yeah. then further back to Maguire and uh, Trent Barrett. Unfortunately, only received a, a trifling 5.23%, showing yeah. showing that the voters this year have no fucking idea. Yeah, well, Trent Barrett's not a grub. <laughs> you think? He's a Aussie battler. Sexy fucking nice guy, though. Fucking oath he is. From all reports. Oh, this is a great one. I'm so glad you added this. What is it? It's the Glenn Blakely Memorial Cup <laughs> for players who only hey, show up once per season. Shout out shout out to uh, on Twitter. It's Chris, but it's on Twitter. It's Fat Hairy Lazy. He suggested this one. That was fucking and, fantastic. Uh, tremendous suggestion, and I'm, I'm very happy to take it on board. Um, so your contenders were young Matt Moylan, Dane Gagai, Blake Austin, Josh Dugan, Jared Hayne, and Matt Pryor. 
those guys there, honestly, I could give you that list and say, this is an award for people. Which year is this for? And you could pretty anything over the last five, yeah. potentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this one surprised me in first place with 27%, Jared Hayne. There's a lot of bitterness out there still. They don't really? like a man. They don't like. They don't like a man that's out there trying to achieve his dreams. Fuck. There's fucking haters out there, you man. You cunts actually did pay attention to Josh Dugan's season, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he literally. I mean, we're talking in like some kind of metaphorical performance sense. We're talking about an actual. <laughs> yeah, like Jared. Jared. Jared Haynes shows up and talks shit about some stuff. Yeah. Right. Josh Dugan shows up once. And cries when people whinge about it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't like the fact that I've got a reputation of being a soft cunt. But you took a game off because of a boil like two years ago, <laughs> three, whatever yeah. it was. Mate, and you just honestly. Call me soft. And, and I, but Sharkies, you got an award, mate. I, I saw a kid, a kid in the hospital and, and he died. And no one writes about that. And anything <laughs> mean. <laughs> Fuck off, cunt. <laughs> Right, next. What about Techno Viking? What about Techno Viking? Twilation Rookie of the Year. This is an award that comes down to uh, basically people that either, well, you know, we don't have the same strict eligibility requirements as the as the NRL do as far as their Rookie of the Year. This is basically more when people come to the be front of mind or new. top of mind That's or whatever. It. Yeah, when they when they sort of announce themselves. Okay. The yes, contenders. Azrael 85. We are cunts. Yes. And we do have the sharks. <laughs> Shark hating cunts. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the, that's our mate Troy, the, the president of the of NAMLA. Uh, not the Matt Moylan one, the one in America <laughs> that's pronounced with a B in it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, rookie of the year, the contenders are Christy, who is uh, for for those on Twitter is uh, at Christy Davis02. M who and we'll go through. Well, okay, did, yeah. did some fucking fantastic work in getting the scarves at Storm Games, punching out like uh, you know retweet, like you know really supporting the show, yeah, you know, trying to get the word out and stuff like that um, through the year. Um, turned up to both meetups uh, at the end of the year. Um, when the um, when the Storm players were at the fucking were being the chemo crew, went to a, went to a, like a, a barbecue, at, you know, with uh, with Welch, right? No, the one where they're all in like the fucking wiggle shirts. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that like a like just wasn't that it was just the like the Delta a- Goodrum Foundation or something, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> the Robbie Ferris Mum Foundation. <laughs> uh, I'm not glad the kids are dying. <laughs> It's just, you're just stating the facts yeah. and there's a charity for it because it's terrible and it should be stopped. That is true. <laughs> that is true. It's, it's horrible. Um, so yeah, Christy's sensational. Um, and also she, and also she saved Solzy's life when he knocked himself out and fucking was gashed and, and bleeding on the, <laughs> bleeding on the fucking gr- the bathroom floor. So, uh, so fair fucking, look, fair amount of heavy lifting through the season. And you know what? K, Melbourne K, if you don't win this- at least you know that there is a special, you know, um, award in life that only two people have ever won, mm-hmm. you and Solzy's mum, mm-hmm. people that have held him by both ankles at once and wiped his ass. <laughs> um, M, the underscore posh mother on Twitter. 
Was it Potch or Pock? I don't fucking know. Some, I kind of feel soccer cuck. I, I kind of feel like Michael Ennis. Soccer, soccer though. It's the greatest hit, Michael Ennis, because he he'd been playing the game for so long and not, you know, commentating or listening to anyone. He didn't know how to pronounce anyone's name. <laughs> it was great. Um, but another absolutely fucking staunch rookie um, who actually introduced Melbourne K to the show. There you go. So there's a bit of fucking rookie-ception, mm-hmm. rookie-scissoring, yep. I guess, if, if yep. you want to talk about it in, in this instance. Um, fuck off, Sophia. The- <laughs> don't, get, don't get It's fine on our end. <laughs> no. um, and they're absolutely every week Yep. with retweets and comments and media and getting things up and interacting. And was part of organising the Sydney meetup. There was a yep. Sydney meetup that was organised by it was her and Solzy, who I believe did all of the organisation. Yep, fantastic meetup. Okay, and finally Josh underscore Gunton one Josh, who's uh, another menace on the tweet and someone who was uh, who was uh, often you know when we, we we went in the Facebook group and we put out requests like who should who should be up for these awards and uh, Josh was someone that also received a lot of support from the uh, general Twill Nation. So, without any further ado, the uh, the winner. Well, first thing I'll say, it's fucking close. Third place got 29.5%. First place got 38.3%. Ooh. So, first place, 38.31%. M is the winner. And uh, Congratulations. Second place on 32% is Christian and Josh uh, on 29%. And I just want to say that I'm very proud of all of you, but at the same time, I'm proud of none of you Especially M and Christy, because you didn't vote for yourselves. I don't understand why you wouldn't vote for yourself. It's just like a lack of killer instinct. Does my head in. You know, how do you expect to be the fucking mother to Twill Nation if you throw yourself in front of the fucking tiger? If you're not going to get out the wooden spoon now. Exactly, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Um, The other thing is, a fucking honourable mention... Um, who I believe deserved a fucking nomination was yep. old mate Mr. Bargy. Yeah, agree. Agree. Who I will also put out there for a distinct lack of fucking self-promotion, you humble cunt. Yeah, the true, true. Um And that's the problem. That's that's why we're putting it out there in the in the Facebook group over the last couple of weeks because it's a long fucking season and, and memories aren't what they used to be. Exactly. So we need we need a bit of a reminder, but um but yeah. Congratulations. Next basically, up, basically, if you're enough of a rookie this year and you didn't make the ballot, I think we'll put Barge on I, next I think, year. Yeah, I think I think I think Barge have to hell. be on there, provided you know if he if he continues the fine work. Of course, I mean you don't have this second year syndrome. Yeah, true. I mean, if you're going to fucking front up like Nathan Cleary, I mean you're not you're not, not going to do it all. Now, <laughs> next award <laughs> played Origin in his second year. So. Yeah, but I mean he kind of like you know kind of done fuck all in didn't he? Didn't really contribute. It's your turn to do one. Go on, bitch. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> it's yeah. like you're waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Ste- steered his team to the finals. Yeah. <sighs> the Sharkman 05 Memorial Gronk of the Year Award. I have a feeling I know how this one's going to go. Now. This has all the makings. The contenders <laughs> were everyone's favourite dogs fan, GT351 Johns. Fucking powerhouse of a season, though. Mr. Wars. 
Look, I, I, I got to come out and say it. I believe there are some laurels that are being rested on. No, um, I it's the the reason why he was on the ballot is because someone mentioned. We're talking about the video. What was the video? <laughs> I can't remember what it was. But some guy fucking getting his dick destroyed by something. That was. <laughs> That was his uh, number one contribution for the year, I think. Yeah, but yeah, there's some laurels. <laughs> to be fair, it's like hard to say, well, which, you know, <laughs> to yeah. narrow down which video because. Um, at Supergrover4. Yeah, that dude's a fucking Who is gronk. a fucking grunt. Um, at B E N D U N N 4 3. One of the sharpest fans around cunt. him. The Teen Turner The Tina Turner cosplayer who cock-blocked me with Fat Britney. <laughs> <laughs> and that bitch was a fucking... She was a fucking gronk. Oh, um, I, I, look, I, I, I mean, I know it's a, it's a private battle and everything, but I actually voted for her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the entire Cronulla Sharks fan base. Oof. And Dark horses, in my opinion. Coming in, edging out, first place, the entire Cronulla Sharks <laughs> fan base. Taking uh, the trophy from second place, Tina Turner. <laughs> may I, and may I, I dare say that the people who were actually present all voted for Tina Turner. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, yeah, and the Sharkies fan base. I mean, let me say that uh, if there was ever an award so richly deserved for a body of work, a large body of work in the year of our Lord 2018. Yes. <laughs> That's one of them. (laughs) Look, they did leave a good job down in the city. (laughs) Working for stepdad every night and day. Number 19 is the uh, Twill Tweeter of the Year. The contenders are Mr. (laughs) Underscore Wars, the biggest tiger, Big T, GT351 underscore Johns. And I just feel like in a year of strong fields, he's been denied a rifle something or other because... It was yeah. a highlight of the year for me with those those you know, drug nuller fucking peptide munching whatevers. Um, hang on, hang on, just to um, no, no, it doesn't make K a two time champ. Uh, if if in fact anything, it was that none of the sharks by their own merit were good enough <laughs> for a nomination. I'm with you, Paul Mac. So uh, no, uh, Aaron Ma Martin score Aaron uh, and Aussie Blackwell who rep- like not only do you stick the fuck out of a lot of th- a lot of things but i mean every single St George game he's on their screen with his fucking with his scarf i mean tremendous fucking earth well, that's also physics well yeah i mean he's- well like if the lens of the camera covers a certain area yeah. of the ground there is a high percentage that in that lens will be the biggest thing at the ground he is a gargantuan man yeah okay and the winner 46.8% of the vote. Big T, congratulations, oh, sir. Fantastic, you fucking legend. Second place, we have a tie on 18.39% exactly. And I don't know if this is a good thing or if this is a badge of honour or not, but Aaron, you are tied for second with GT351 underscore <laughs> Johns. And uh, then we go back to the minor placings with our Blackwell and Wars, bringing up the rear, as he is wont to do. Yes. Next. Upside down. Upside down. (laughs) 20th Twilly is Decline of the Year. Oof. And the nominees were Canberra Raiders' last 10 minutes of every game. The West Tigers. That's a good shout, that one. (laughs) As a staff, motherfucking label and as a motherfucking crew. Rugby League Journalism. 
Dark Horse. Jack Bird. That's see, that's that is valid too. Yeah. The Parramatta Eels. Valid. I mean, that was basically that was going to be that was a three way playoff between the Eels, Manly, and the Cowboys, and the Eels just plummeted the worst because they went from fourth to spoon. Yeah. So it was just had to put one club in there. So um, coming in dead last with two percent was other, and some of the uh, responses put in other were West Tigers. Were they on there for letting Bailey oh, Sirenen okay. go? But they were on there. I mean, you could have you could have selected them on the ballot, right? Well, your vote would have counted. <laughs> so you know, number every box count. Um, Australia, as we now have a gronky peptide loving hillbilly running the country, <laughs> that's got to be John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all of the above can't split them. Well, because of that, your vote didn't count. Well done. Uh, manly fan base as a whole. True. Uh, Brisbane's receptacles. Fucking <laughs> 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 um, And nine, my hair colour. So not as in my hair colour, but they put their hair colour. Okay. So. Unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Well, you know what? You either accept the fact that, and, you know, fucking rock it like a Clooney. Exactly. Or get some fucking just for men and, like, embrace the fact that you're a dude and this shit's easy for us. <laughs> Like, really? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and the winner, with 37.1% of the vote, Rugby League Journalism. Well done, you fucking beautiful community of legends. Good job. Fuck those cockheads. Next up. Oh, hang on. Ben Dunn. Honouring bets. <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag of the year. This one, hotly contested. We had seven contenders as follows. 2017 defending champion, hashtag Twill Tourist. Mm. Perennial favourite, hashtag Tigers in Decline. Yes. Another perennial favourite, hashtag Ref's Fault. Mm. A newcomer for this season, hashtag Lodge Karma. Mm. An old school revival of hashtag Provoke the Choke. That's shit from like wow. 2000, 2009, 2011. Mm. Hashtag NRL Chaos, also polled well last year. And uh, then we got other, please specify. So some of the others we saw were um, hashtag drug nuller, which was not really a hashtag I ever saw. I mean, John would throw in like down, down drug nuller now and then, but he wouldn't, you know. Oh, I saw a couple other people pick up. Yeah. See, with these hashtags, I kind of had to try and keep it to ones that were, I should have put that talk the game up on there, I suppose. Hashtag mad invite wasn't really a hashtag. I mean, it was a fun thing on Facebook we'd troll Chapo with. It was never a hashtag. Yeah. Um, Same for, there's a couple of those. And then then, like hashtag we won the trade. Like I think I saw Clevo do that, and that's about that's about the end of it. Uh, and on your bets, well, that was never a hashtag ever, really. I mean, that was that was also just that was a, something we'd say to James Chapman to his face at meetups. Yes, the winner. Although that was, and again, I've got a feeling this is a time thing. Yeah, that was basically all that was posted in the Facebook group for two weeks after its creation. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and the chat tonight, as people would have noticed. Yes. Okay, so uh, we've got. The others took up a grand total of 3.7, so there was nothing significant in there yeah. anyway. Okay, so the winner, very well spread, with narrow winner, 29.94% of the vote. It's a good day. Tigers in decline. <laughs> in second place on 26.8%, narrowly missing out on the win. Hashtag provoke the choke. Nice. And then we go back to the minor placings in order. 
Ref's Fault, Lodge Karma, Twill Tourist, and NRL Chaos. Tigers in decline, back where they belong. No longer ninth. It the team might be ninth, but yeah. the hashtag is forever number one. Number one in our hearts and number one I, at I, the 2018 Twillies. I really think we need to to immortalise that somehow next year. Like Hall of Fame, like when it's won too many times, so now it's like an inductee well, to I'm, something. No, 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 oh, not okay. at all. Not at all. I'm just thinking that, you know, eventually um, when the only person left on the world is this fucking long-haired hermit, fucking Sam the Warden yep. living in a cave screaming, I told you cunts, I told you cunts. Yeah. And the West Tigers are still ninth, by the way. Um, and we're all fucking dead and gone. Well, it's like the Manly 20s, isn't it? I mean, the last season yeah. before Earth died, then, the Tigers finished ninth, so they were perennial ninth yeah. place. Yeah. And then aliens fucking discover Earth a million years from now. Yeah. They're not going to be out. They're not going to find all of this digital shit. That'll all be, you know, fucking the cloud's gone. Oh, okay. I'm saying we, ne- we need like a stone fucking Moses hashtag <laughs> Tigers in decline. <laughs> And bury that cunt at Twill HQ in the front yard, <laughs> so that one day when when the apes when the apes go digging, that's it. <laughs> All right, I think it's your turn. Yeah, twenty-two. NRL chaos finish of the year. Ooh, some good ones here. I think I know which one's well, going to win, though. Not some fucking good ones because none of them were fucking Penrith comebacks. Oh really? No. Well, didn't they have any of the Penrith Canberra ones in there? None. Oh really? Well, there you fucking go. Roosters vs Tigers round thirteen, Raiders vs Warriors round three, Raiders vs Dogs round seventeen, Raiders vs Sharks round nineteen, Dragons vs Rabbits, NRL finals. Now, I challenge any of you to tell me what actually fucking happened in any of those games, you cockheads. Um, the winner, forty-seven point nine eight percent, Dragons vs Rabbitohs, NRL finals. Ben Hunts. Penalty goal first. Penalty penalty goal for the for the. Uh, no, the I'm dra- okay with that. And I'll. No, no, I'm not, not complaining. No, no, I'm not bitching about anything. I'm just. I was just talking about the sequence of the exchanges Sorry. of the. You know, in the field goal, then the penalty goal going front, and then field goal, field goal for the to win it for the the rabbits in the end. Well, the well the the Ben Hunt pass instead of kick on the fifth on the well essentially yeah yeah which gave the um, which gave the rabbits the ball like pretty much halfway yeah. if not better yeah yeah so. and uh, ultimately worked out yeah so that that one I think just because of the stakes. As well as the fact that the, you know, the, the three field goal effort and everything yeah. as well. It's just a, a valid winner. In a year where we had a lot of fucking chaotic finishes, though, to be fair. Okay, my last one that I have here is uh, the Twill Tourist of the Year. Now, we've got the Twill Tourist hashtag, and I tried to monitor that and just uh, make sure people that, you know, that were using that, yeah, got the, got the go. Um, but... Um, the contenders were the Twill Magician. So Shane, he flew down to the uh, fucking Bailey. What are we complaining about over here? Well, he's saying that I got pegged last night. <laughs> well, well yeah. you know, here's the thing. That sounds like a man that doesn't know where his prostate is. <laughs> that sounds like a man who can't let anyone else love him because he doesn't love himself. <laughs> Uh, Just go exploring. <laughs> go north. Well, yeah, you know, as a just get pour yourself a draw yourself a long a, a nice bath. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, pull out your GI Joes. I'm no, I'm serious, man. <laughs> I'm serious. I did, before I had to leave for the airport to go down for the meetup. Oh, gee, okay, yes. I got in the bath. And I thought, you know, okay, bath, flashlight, 
some scented candles. Treat yourself. Some lube. Yeah. You know how fucked it is trying to decide which hand you're going to use to turn the taps on to wash when one of them's covered in lube and the other one's covered in shit? It's just... It's fucking... Like, you don't want to be making... But if you're there by yourself, it doesn't really matter, does it? Well, you know... I mean, you know, but... Yeah, but if you make a wrong choice, I'm going away for a weekend. (sighs) Dear, idea. Yeah. Okay, so um, Twill Tourist of the Year, Twill Magician. So that's uh, Shane. He flew down from England for the uh, for the the final meetup weekend, which is a fucking tremendous effort. Uh, Aussie Blackwell, he stickered everything, and as I said, he repped the Twill scarf, the Restfault scarf, at every single Dragons game through the year, pretty much. He got yes. himself on television. Uh, Mitch the Geo, with a tremendous job stickering in at Newcastle there, which I believe remains to this day. Um I would imagine that the one that I put uh, put at Suncorp would be uh, long fucking gone. Um, Flash 1480, multiple check-ins on the Tool Tourist hashtag through the year from Japan. Um, Ives 81, multiple check-ins through the year on epic Canadian journey, repping the Tool gear the whole way. Yeah, and you know what? All of you people in there saying fucking hell and don't do this and this, 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 go and be your own fucking prostate Tool Tourists. Don't fucking knock it. Sorry, back to you. Book yourself... A first class yeah. ticket it's, <laughs> to Pleasure Town. <laughs> you know? It's a good refresher on geometry. It's all about angles and you got to fucking. Uh, it, yeah. It's fuck a lot easier than getting ribs removed and sucking your own dick. Exactly. Okay. Now, where are we? Oh, yeah, Mr. War's always repping overseas. I mean, and not only that, I mean, you send him extra stickers and things like that. And he's uh, with work travels a lot to a lot of different countries and he stickers stuff. And like his, his main base is in a country where he would get fucking flogged. If, he was, <laughs> yeah. if they ever traced a sticker back to him, he would literally get caned 150 yes. fucking times yes. or whipped or whatever they, the barbarian recalcitrant. Oh, no, not recalcitrant. That's Malaysia. My mistake. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the winner, fifty six point three three percent of the vote. No surprises to people who know him. Shane, twill magician, you are the winner, sir, because you covered a fucking long distance to get fucking here, my friend. He did. And appreciate it. Uh, Blackwell, eleven percent in second place. Sorry, Mister War was eighteen percent in second. Blackwell, eleven percent third. And then we follow the minor placings with uh, Ives, uh, Mitch, and then Ashley in last place. But not last place in our hearts, because let's face it, if you made the ballot. You're already a winner, aren't you? No, oh, Paul. That's Mac. what they tell the people at the Emmys. Paul Mac, you're just not using enough lube. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We'll just you know start start small. Well, you know, and Isaac, if you're shitting blood, go on Amazon and for seven ninety nine, get a pair of fucking nail clippers. Like you know, cut that shit down. Jesus, man, <laughs> fucking have to hold your cunt's hands through everything. <laughs> And last in the 2018 Tawillies is the revelation of the 2018 NRL season. Who is it going to be? Oh, yeah, he's fucking now Bailey talking like he's a fucking expert. No, don't get your missus to do it. That's cheating. Learn how to do it yourself. (laughs) So first nominee was Slater Karma. Billy losing every game that was dear to him. Milestones, origins, grand, grand finals. finals. Um, Jeremy Lattimore. Matt Chechen for sin-binning Cameron Smith. I really feel like G 
Jeremy, I should have put a subtitle on Lattimore because I just think people are like, what the fuck's that cunt doing there? And he punched Cam Smith in the balls, mate. Yeah. I mean, um, like, he should be made an immortal. The new era, New South Wales Blues. That was a revelation. Kalen Ponga. Oof, yeah, that was under duress. Too many people asked for it. Hey, you know. Got to fucking, got to bow to the wishes sometimes. What have you got to say? Fucking this is one of those times. Democracy. It's a kind of a thing. Hang on, previous experience. <laughs> fucking I thought previous experience. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't do a lot of fucking self-reflection because it's scary, but if I did, you think touching my prostate would be the thing I'm ashamed of? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one, Wayne Bennett getting moved on by the Broncos. And the winner. The winner. With 33.7 was Matt Chechen. For sin binning Cameron Smith. Honestly, who would have thought ever a ref that Matthew Chechen Esquire, not just a referee, but Matt Chechen himself, would achieve uh, not just a Twilly Award, but one of the big ones. Uh, I believe I voted for Lattimore on that one. Yes. But uh, that is the Twillies for this year. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back to uh, wrap this bitch up. Fantastic. Righto, mailbag for the final time, 2018. Solzy, 04. Uh, hearing about my ordeal again from the weekend really made me laugh, and I feel I've gained some good life advice from stepdad about potty positioning after a big night. And uh, he did send us a DM as the details we, we may have missed. But I, was, I feel like sometimes when you know this, when you when you know the real story, but you've had to backfill the story yourself originally, I, I like our made-up version better. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, okay. Look, it's more our, mundane. Ours, ours was technically made up because we didn't know what happened. Yeah. But I would say that ours is close enough that yeah. we don't have to change it for people to, to keep an idea <laughs> of what happened. Yeah. You Agreed. know, it was basically that he, he didn't consider gravity. Yep. And he went forward. Yep. He finished shitting. Yep. And Melbourne K came in. Yep. And pretended like she was Kirsty Alley and look who's talking. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, it's not that hard. Claire Simo, at Claire Simo on Twitter. I'm not sure what I enjoyed more, the Mad Sunday meetup or reliving it via the recap pod. If only I could get this Britney song out of my head. Well, there's something about Britney and head there that I, you know, <laughs> if only I. <laughs> if only you could have got the well, Britney. <laughs> if only I could have gotten into Britney's head. Yannisson, it's Matthias. I suggest a new Twillies Award called the People's Team of the Year, and I nominate the Dragons. One, we sacrificed our season of destiny to revive the dying concept of origin by enabling New South Wales to win. Two, we enabled the international game to grow by providing the players. Mm. Three, we've just been through the Twillies, and that award was not granted. <laughs> so what was it? The, uh, the, he calls it the People's Team of the Year. Oh, that's Penrith. Unfortunately, the People's Team of the Year is the team you guys selected, and you put and you put fucking Blake Ferguson in there, yeah, among others. Well, Penrith so, are the team of the people. Western Sydney, some people, the, the nursery of rugby league, and the people that put their doll down the fucking Queen of the Nile in the world of entertainment, and then you go on to fucking Ching Chong Buffet, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
putting okay. the rest of the putting the rest of my fucking tax dollars down that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> M- Manly, you know, the, they 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 caught favour by fucking electing Tony Abbott as their number one member. You know, at least when people donate to our club, we give them a couple of free spins. <laughs> uh, give with one hand and, and take with the others. Racist, you are. Uh, Rusty Hart up. I forgot to add in the survey that I want a live podcast after an event. Magic Weekend, Origin, Manly Home Game at Suncorp, etc. Look at the gronks in the eye and tell them to eat a bag. Look, we would do that. However, however, we would um, not do it in Queensland because unfortunately... Queenslanders go home and don't come out to shit. Yeah, and they well, it's, it's, they stay home and don't go out to that, shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, next. Super Grover 4 said, if there is a Twill Nation, this is on the subject of the bus. If there's a Twill Nation grand final bus next year, I'll fucking fly to Brisbane and get on that bitch. Hashtag road trip. Hashtag on the bus. Hashtag the beers on the bus go down and down. Well. Mm. Interesting concept with the bus. Like the bus is obviously a great idea. The fact is, most of the we we got some Queenslanders saying "fuck yeah," you know, I'm in that. But yeah. the fact that we still got more New South Wales people saying saying "I will fly up to be on the bus down." <laughs> yeah, we got people coming up from Melbourne. It just yeah, it's it just, and and biggest as well. He said, if the Twill Bus 2019 happens, I always want to fly up just for the ride. Twill road trip sounds unmissable. Would also be a great chance to meet uh, at One Eyed Tiger. So uh, look, well, the expressions of interest. Yeah, it would be loose as fuck. Expressions of interest start begin now. Uh, Here's the thing: we had so we had someone we had uh, we had Norts who's in the chat at the moment. He was he sent us like prices for like a twelve seater or yeah, some shit. Yeah, Norts is on the fucking I select of tour buses, fucking just <laughs> whack, whacking yeah. it out. But um, look, Norts, you know what? Norts, get us fucking get us prices on that little fucking the little. Um, like fucking half a baby bus, get us prices on that and get us prices on a big fucking proper bus with a driver. Yep. That, that's how I envisioned it. Um, and then we'll get those prices out there. We'll divvy them up per head. We'll put it out there. Yep. And it'll basically be a situation where we'll put a time limit on it and it'll probably be by like, have to be by March next year or something. You'd want to lock it in pretty um Where you're going to have need to have put down fucking cash for it. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. And this is getting into a, a touchy fucking subject because you're going to need to go, okay, yes, I'm going to put down cash for it. Yep. And if something happens and you can't come. Yep. You know. You'd probably like, have to, you'd, you'd probably have to be, handle the resale resell yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's it. Be up to, yeah. It'd be up to you to sell your ticket to, to someone else. So we'll yep. do it. And if we get a good enough response, yay. Yep. Um, If not. We'll fly down like usual. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Twill tourists this time. This is an ongoing situation that's happening as we speak. Uh, Devon Head said, uh, doing the Twill touristing with a wedding in Ed's tomorrow. <laughs> I wish Real Dad was around to give me survival tips as I left my bulletproof vest at home. And then uh, <laughs> then he comes back hours later, being in Ed's for an hour, Ed's for an hour, and Real Dad's caramel obsession makes total sense now. Tell you what, if anyone gives you any shit, punch him in the face. And then when you get to lock up, drop just fucking. Make sure you're wearing like a twill nation. Shirt. Yep. 
and then and, sort of hope. Peter, Peter, Officer Peter Smith Incognito will help you out. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, hope that you know the one out of fifty people on duty at the time happens to be looks the like one Glenn. Person. <laughs> if I look like Glenn, yeah. you know you're safe. <laughs> well, a, a fit, you know, non non Tigers supporting Glenn. Yep. Uh, finally, Alpha Ben Arelli. So we wondered where he was, uh, you know, with the Roosters in the grand final. He yes. Wasn't there. He said uh, he was uh, trapped in a hotel in Kobe, Japan, with the typhoon about to hit. Watched the game on the laptop thanks to uh, Shane, Twill Magician. Just another reason why he uh, he uh, wins Fuck. the awards. And uh, he never tagged us actually in it at the time. He, did, he put the hashtag on it, but he didn't tag us. So that's why we had no idea what he was doing. And then he, uh, after the fact, after we mentioned it on the, on the episode, he uh, tagged us. Let in. us know. Um, okay, what else do we have to do? Um, thanks to everyone in Tool Nation, uh, most recently, who helped us, you know, getting the, the vanity URL sorted out on the YouTube channel and subscribing and bearing with us while we got all that sort of stuff done. Thank you very much. Um, and of course, uh, you know, it's the last episode of the year. So thank you. Thank you to all those uh, who became members this year for the first time. Thank you to the recurring members who, who uh, put their money down every single year. Uh, thanks to everyone who, who comes to the meetups on Grand Final Day because they're fucking fantastic and uh, a great crew. And it's always great to, to, uh, to meet new people and uh, try and put some faces to names and stuff like that. That's um, it. And, you know, guys, don't, don't be afraid to get in and, uh, and tell us things you like, things you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, we've got we've got some. I mean, there was a, you know, there's a portion to the the Twillies thing where we talk about this sort of thing. So you know, the things yeah. that you are. So if you felt sheepish doing that shit, then fuck do you know, send an email, do this. Yep. Yep. Um, DM on on you know Twitter or Facebook, or whatever it is. But uh, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll do as much as we can. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone who you know who retweets and shares our stuff and uh, puts it in front of you know potential potential new audiences and uh, and new people. And uh, it's, it's it was very pleasing to see at the meetups this year, like a, a ton of new faces as well as well as the the, the old favourites. Exactly. So it's great great to see a good mix. Um, Trans Tasman Test. Yeah. Who wins? Oh, well, yeah. You know, I, I think Australia wins easily. Yeah, DCE's playing. DCE's going to fucking... Well, he he dominated New South Wales, the best New South Wales team in, in two decades, in Origin 3. He dominated the Papua New Guineans. He's going to dominate the fucking Kiwis as well. I mean, he's, just, he's just on a tear at the moment, mate. It's nice of you to do that so they don't miss us too much over the off-season. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I can't imagine... I can't imagine... Australia, if nothing else, have got this level of continuity to them, even though it is like a transitional phase with... You know, the big three, you know, like Thurston and that sort of thing out of there. I just don't see New Zealand having that kind of continuity because they're just never very good. Yeah. I mean, like they, you know, to, to actually win, to actually win competitions, you know, they fucking, they had to rely on Billy Slater having an absolute fucking Barry Crocker in the, in the 2008 <laughs> World Cup grand final. Exactly. And Australia versus Tonga? Australia versus Tonga. Hmm. Saturday the twentieth. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, you'd imagine that Australia win, but Tonga's side looks fucking great. Australia versus Tonga, England versus Kiwis. Yeah, fucking England. Who cares what they do? England versus the Kiwis. <laughs> fucking who cares? Fucking England, England versus the Kiwis. Well, there you go. Late November, you might get a surprise fucking half hour talk about what shit cunts England are episode. Yeah, well, there's, a, yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a definitely enough international football. If going you're lucky. On. 
And I do, I do remember back in the day when we would actually go right through. The only problem is there's a couple of lean fucking half-hour episode weeks before you start getting to the, yeah. <laughs> the test matches, and ain't nobody got time for that shit. Exactly. Um, okay, and uh, that's it. Full-time for episode 308 and for season 2018. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So if I'm at TWI League, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Hashtag Twill Nation is the Facebook group that's going to keep things pumping over the off-season, I would imagine. And... Uh, youtube.com forward slash this week in league this is going to be our home now and i mean i this this uh doesn't want to get some glasses well get some fucking glasses for bitch to drink out of what the fuck um and uh yeah and like this this uh doing this streaming wasn't a crazy amount of work or anything i mean like it's all set up now and so it's not it's not like it's a it, it fucks with the process of recording a regular episode yeah, at all exactly so there's every chance that we could probably do the stream thing you know every, i mean we couldn't do like just keep addressing the chat all the time you know what i mean but no. uh we saved those for the, the the after one but i mean we could probably stream we could probably stream the um the episode Look, that, next well, year as well you know, that, you know? that's what people at Rogan do they'll have their YouTube one they'll have their yeah yeah I mean it's just another avenue for people to, to you know get to the <coughs> get to the thing but uh, mm. yeah why are we sober well yeah it's, it's crazy I mean like I'm, because I've got to drive home yeah. pretty much and I remember um, yeah I mean there were, there were some times when, when, when Glenn and I were very fucking drunk at the end of this episode yes but also the show has exploded so much more since then <laughs> squinting the entire show yeah what you don't realise is the second monitor is fucking way over the other side of the fucking of the other side of the desk yes so um it is it is quite far away um it's uh yeah not the, certainly not the one where we've got all the uh the streaming shit and the webcam the one that you can sort of see just uh sort of to my left um what else iTunes reviews of course got a great fucking review to finish the season oh, this go. one is from uh Jai D Twill Hang on, I've seen some cunt named Jai in the chat tonight. Is it you? We're gonna we got the eight second delay going on here. We're gonna read a review on an iTunes review. Is this you? He was there at the beginning. He hasn't said something for a while. Oh yes, uh, Andy's reminder first lady thing. Don't let us finish without doing that. We'll do it after this stuff. We'll do that first. Well, we didn't do we didn't do the review. We'll do it. We'll finish up with it. We'll finish okay, up with cool. it. Okay. Um, so Jai, as I said, are better than the combined marketing teams of Apple and Twitter. Five stars. <sighs> let me tell you something about this podcast. As a lifelong Samsung user, I've never had an iTunes account and I listen to the podcast through Google, but I've created an iTunes account literally for the purpose of leaving this review. The guys interact on Twitter a lot, so I'm also creating a Twitter account. Let's think about that for a moment. Two huge global brands with full marketing teams, and I've never been on either platform, but I'm now on both simply due to this week in league. You were laughing from the intro to the goodbye, but somehow it's also packed full of in-depth analysis to the point that my view on things has even been changed due to the quality of the discussion put forward on the podcast. These guys are epic, and the off-season is going to be like a long, hard withdrawal as I go back and listen to the year's shows over and over again, sobbing about how long it is until the next episode. Disclaimer, if you do listen to the show while at the gym or on public transport like I do, you may look like a weirdo as you randomly burst out laughing. To summarise, this isn't the best league podcast I listen to. It's the best podcast, hands down. Oh, that's fantastic. Honestly, if I was trying to... uh write a review you couldn't do it that well you couldn't you couldn't no. you couldn't fucking do a review that well excellent work you know what? There, and there we are fucking twitter and did he actually is, is, it, is it is it someone in the chat or no i don't know okay we'll find out though whoever you are make yourself known next week next year include a mars behind members but that's a fucking fantastic idea fantastic there are, there are places you can get confectionery like with a custom 
Uh, Only did I saw you, you know how people have fucking gender reveals now for their kids. I guess yes, which I is do. fucking interesting. That, I, that I would like to say I, I just want to be on the record, not something that I, I I partook in. Well, that became a thing like twenty minutes before it wasn't okay to have a gender. <laughs> like, well, you know, and all it does is you because you know you you know what it is. Yep. And you order them, and they're candies. Yep. And it says uh, it's here. And if it's a boy, it says, with nuts. <laughs> and if it's a girl, it says, without nuts. <laughs> Which I thought was fairly clever. Yeah. You know, you know, in the context of a very not clever thing to do, that's about as clever as <laughs> Fuck know. off, man. Weddings and babies. What about them? You can do anything related to that shit. Oh, you can. 100%. You can figure out something that people like to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, as, I mean, b- believe me, I don't begrudge the service providers at 4, t- 4x the yeah. price of their shit for, for the sake that's of- Yeah, like, that's fantastic. There are very few other places in the world where people would go, you know what I want? I want fucking purpose-built confectionery to hand out to my friends and family <laughs> in this situation. Unless you're a, a rugby league podcast wanting to hand out Mars bars to your members, especially, particularly the St. George Illawarra Dragons fans yeah. in your member base. Look, we need to get on that and ask what our legal exposure is if we were to include- We're giving the Mars bars, not the belts. Well, if we or were- Or the ties or whatever the you know various asphyxiating contraption is. You know, but we've already made a scarf available- if we make a twill bar, look, I don't think anyone could reasonably draw those, connect those dots. Yeah, I know. I mean, now you're on the record, and I have to fucking, all and I, I have to edit this out. So, all, to I, this. all I need to know is, <laughs> did you ensure that Blackwell can't be supported on that scarf by a fucking rafter? I feel, I'm Cause, fairly because <laughs> as long as he's safe. <laughs> all right. If you want to give us a review, like the magnificent Jai. Dash D Dash Twill, if that is in fact his real name, take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Check out the sports and rec category. Uh, go to the What's Hot. You'll see our logo there, and uh, yeah, click in there, choose a rating, um, leave a review, and as simple as that. Now, with the um, the the first lady of Twill this year, they had a couple of people saying, "Oh, where's that? Where's that category?" You know, and um, what we decided to do this year is uh, we have a very good friend of the show who. Probably would have been on the ballot anyway if it were a first lady of Twill um, situation, and um, so we we've had a vote. When how long has it been going for? Like you know, probably what you know, three years maybe. The, the first lady thing, two, yeah, three, yeah. something like that. Three. Well, so this year, inaugural winner was Lynn. Yes. Then Nat. Okay. Well, is that, does that does that only mean two? Because Nat would have got last year then, three. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So what we're doing. This year, we have a very good friend of the show who would have been on the ballot anyway. Uh, you know her on Twitter, at uh, Tater underscore Chips. Uh, Kate has, uh, been, has been going through some um, a tremendous amount of uh, surgery and, like, not fucking, you know, not insignificant surgery with, you know, like, you know, heart surgery and things like that at the moment. And, uh, and we feel for her uh, fighting spirit. Yeah, you know... Lesser things than this have uh, killed more prominent people than her. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, and so so this year, rather than uh, putting it down to a vote, we uh, we decided that what we're going to do, we are just going to flat out award it uh, straight to Kate, aka Tater underscore Chips on Twitter. And um, congratulations, you are our first lady. That concludes our Avant presentation. Taters. So oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so maybe she's like, maybe, maybe, maybe she didn't make it, and she's in fact a clone or a doppelganger or the, you know a substitute actress or something of the real one. Please change your Twitter handle to Ivanka Taters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the coughing. I've been coughing all night, man. I'm sick, sick, motherfucker. What do you want me to do? Despite that. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it. That's it for season twenty eighteen, guys. Uh, how are you spending your off uh, your data scores? <laughs> you, how are you uh, spending your off season, sir? Um, we're gonna go fishing. We are. I'm gonna do lots of activities where I come back slightly chafed, stinking of fish. <laughs> <laughs> With some line burn. <laughs> On the first knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> no receptacle dialing. <laughs> Do you want to quickly flip? <laughs> you don't have a, re- you know, a receptacle of the week. I'm, Do you want to shout out? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm taking some time off. I'm going to take a, a father-son holiday. Yeah. Where are you going? Um, undecided. Undecided. Uh there was um when comes what are you saying what are you saying Rowdy? when comes what you want to come fishing with us you can come fishing with us oh, fucking nice um that uh that polymers guy yep was uh was saying there's this like they're going to take him to a fucking big hole in the ground <laughs> well no he said that that with perth the like perth is just such a big place yeah like it's almost the whole west coast of australia yeah, okay. Um, you know, so by Perth, we, we can just see so many things because it's all the one. <laughs> yeah. I think you're, I think um, you're going to be disappointed here. <laughs> or um, was going to do a, uh, a Tasmania tour. Tasmania tour. Mm. So you fucking, you spent enough time, enough time uh, perusing maps of Tassie, you just want to actually go there now. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, and his name's Arthur. And there's so much fucking material that... <laughs> like really and he was and I mean there was obviously you know yeah, without getting too many, too much detail about the, the circumstances of his birth I mean obviously there was so much carnage around his birth that that's why he was named Arthur right no he was named after my grandfather oh, okay. but, but you know um, I don't have to tell him where we're going and you know we can just play some footy in the park yeah and I can put a big hit on him and go oh it's so good they put a sign up oh and I'll just stand in front of port <laughs> We we'll just say Arthur Massacre. <laughs> oh. oh, they knew. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm just sort of just speaking in hypotheticals. I mean, those of course those photographs they never see social media for, for you know people who may have upcoming court <laughs> dates in court. <laughs> you know what? Regarding the subject, I challenge any judge on this planet to not have a sense of humour about that. Yeah, I mean, if they, you know, if they get jokes too, right? Yeah, you know, like like in that thing, yeah. <laughs> I'm expect in my mind the judge looks at me and says, yep. "My man, like Denzel would." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he said that. But you can't say what he said. <laughs> what about yourself? Where are you headed? Uh, I'm going to Japan next week. Yeah, nice. so yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, so I haven't been there in well, since I lived there, and that was like you know over 20 years ago now. So, mm-hmm. and the funny thing is, when I lived there, I mean, I was just working, so I didn't actually. I probably saw more in the three weeks I went to with school in year 11 than I yeah. did in two years when I lived there. Uh, so actually going back to a lot of those places that I saw on a school trip and everything, you know, take the kids and everything. So yep, that'll be, uh, that'll be good. Uh, take, um, 
I take the kids over there and, uh, and uh, my brother's going to meet us over there. So it's going to be all good. Nice work. Um, what is that? No, I'm a what? A weeb. What the fuck is that? I don't know. No idea. Anywho. Uh, that Aziel. I'm going to Japan next week too. Oh, are you now? Yeah, there you go. Motherfucker, where are you going? Here's up. I don't know. Is it fucking? Is there? Is there's not a new Japan event on? Is there? Oh, I had a look when Ryzen was on. There was no Ryzen events on them over there. I don't know. There's a name like Asriel. Yeah, if there's a new Japan Pro Wrestling on over there, I might actually fucking look that up. If you sure it's not fucking Tentacle Con 2018? I'm going to that. I've got tickets for that. Yeah, nice. I got, VI- I got the VIP skip the queue ones. Yeah, good shit. You get when you walk in there, you get like you know like tentacles on sticks that you can then use to go to the um to the models and yeah and fucking hit them up the. Yeah, good shit. <sighs> the manko, as they say. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm going to sing that now. In play every time I sing the monkey magic theme song in my head. Manko magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the alternate title to this. Uh, not only uh, your sex tape, but also this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'll be in. I'll be in Tokyo next week, and then I'm then I'm going down to uh, Osaka, and you know, do the do the village. Kyoto and Nara and all that sort of stuff. Um, see the see the the can cultural you, stuff as well. You could just talk like a white person saying the word. Don't talk like a white person trying to be a Japanese person saying the word. I was just pronouncing them the way they pronounce, man. What are you fucking? What am I supposed to do? Just don't be a wanker. Going Kyoto, going Kyoto, Nara. It's like you know where are you going? Going to Osaka. Where are you going? I'm from France. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking I'm, France, mate. I'm not going to Hiroshima. I went. I've, I have been to the Peace Park and everything down there. It's pretty fucking confronting, and I don't. Yeah, maybe what? next time. <laughs> maybe next time with the kids. Is that just a bit? There's still pieces of people. Or? It's just it's pretty fucking. Uh, it's pretty confronting. Not gonna really? lie. <laughs> Shit got real down there about about seventy years ago. You might have heard about it. <laughs> what you never seen it? You've worked in hospitality back in the fucking eighties. Coming up, you never cleaned out an ashtray. <laughs> Fuck. Why do cunts have a problem with scale? Yeah. Why is it that at your fucking granddad's house when you went over there and there was a fucking bit of ash on the table and you got a bit on there when he was giving you bread and butter after dinner, it's okay. City of millions and everyone freaks the fuck out. <laughs> fuck. All right. So there we go. Anyway, so... Um, Trade movements over the off-season. Not coaches. Well, players. We'll see. Yes, we'll, we'll get see. On fucking, I guess. We'll get on Twitter and contracts. Those. Contracts, you know, sort of expire in the you know the next couple of weeks, and you know, I'm sure that there'll be manipulation and shit done. And uh, love you too, Blackwell. <laughs> no, everyone loves each other. It's the last episode yeah. of the season. I don't have anything else to add. Um, with the Facebook group, if you haven't got into the hashtag Tool Nation Facebook group, make sure you get in there because I have a feeling that uh, that. Twitter kind of dies over the off season, I think. You know, in terms of like the rugby league fan base and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but I have a feeling that that uh, that Facebook group is going to probably um probably keep pumping, and uh, definitely let us know in there. Like, if you've got any projects or anything going, podcasts or you know whatever that you you know want to try and lift everyone up in you know in that group as well, and you know everyone follow everyone's shit and you know support each other and stuff. So all down for that. Um, Billy and- did the AFL. Yeah, that was a bit of fucking clickbait. Billy's not actually going to play AFL. He's taken on a consulting role with one oh, of their fucking cunt clubs. Yeah. So. And he's a fucking midget. I mean, like, you know, was he ever fucking playing? You know, no. No. Yeah. There's no such thing as, like, a Muggsy Bogues in fucking AFL, is there? I don't know. You can't tackle people under the fucking waist. Yeah. So he's fucked. 
Yeah, that's um, true. Unless he learns how to fucking like fly kick people in the face all the time. Yeah. Um, slight, sliding in won't work for him. They tend to sport, frown so. on that in AFL. Yeah. Yeah, contact. That's it. Let alone, let alone the sort of shit the Billy fucking merchants. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, that is, uh, that's it. That's it for 2018. That's and uh, thank you, love one, you once again. Yep, love you all. Thanks for the support. And uh, we will we'll see you whenever the fucking first round is. The week before that. The week leading up to that. See you on the interwebs and the socials. Next year. Later, cunts. Peace.